<laughs> All righty, we're live. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 99. Dude, one more. One wow. more. And we're one about more. What so, will we talk about next week? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe chicken fights. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right, let's go around the room here real quick and get everyone introduced. We're going to start with Brendan over on the far left-hand side in alphabetic order. Uh, hello all, my name is Brennan, aka Digibomb from Montreal, uh, I'm a co-founder of an agency up here in Montreal, we do a lot of WordPress stuff, and uh, responsive is a, a big thing for us, we do a lot of stuff in foundation, and nice. I've been doing, doing it for a long time, uh, all the WordCamps was an organizer, and I've traveled quite extensively for WordPress, pays the bills. Nice, what about you Chris? Hi, my name is Chris Perryman. I am owner of Revelation Concept and founder of Mindflight Team, and mainly focus on custom WordPress solutions. Dude, somebody, somebody's got the uh, somebody's got the live broadcast open. Caller, caller, you have the <laughs> yeah. You must turn down your radio. <laughs> All right, how about you, Jason Holman? Oh. Oh, and he's really losing his mic. <laughs> oh, that right. was a brand new one too. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. here you go for it, bro. Uh, okay, uh, Jason Coleman, author of Building Web Apps with WordPress and lead developer of Paid Memberships Pro. Nice. How about Mr. Jason Resnick? Tell us about yourself, sir. I'm Jason Resnick, uh, independent WordPress developer, co-host of the WP Dev Table podcast, and love educating people about uh, development processes. Very cool. What about you, Josh? Hi, I'm Josh. I'm a freelance developer in Tallahassee, Florida, and also the community manager for the Pods framework. And returning champion, Nick. Tell us about yourself, sir. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nikhil Vamal. Um, I blog at nick.techvolts.com, and I currently am the founder and developer for techvolts.com, but it's closed as of now for a little bit on hiatus, so don't go Smart. there. Look at my blog. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. Soon, it will be exciting. <laughs> How about you, Russ? Uh, my, my name is Russ, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm a, uh, a contractor for the National Weather Service, and when I'm not doing that, I host uh, the Vegas WordPress meetup with our good friend John Hawkins, and uh, I'm just a very big WordPress guy. Very cool. And speaking of the Sriracha champion of the world, what about you, Steve? <laughs> Steve Zingan, I'm the uh, founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. I'm also uh, coordinating the business workshop at WordCamp LA this year. Very nice. Suzette. Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette Frank. I'm the WordPress evangelist over at Media Temple, and my next speaking gig is going to be at WordCamp LAX, and I'll be talking about security and backups. Very cool. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me on Twitter at Jason Tucker, and I blog all about audio and video stuff at WPMedia.pro. So wait, is it WordCamp LA or WordCamp LAX? Because it's LAX is the airport. LA. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's actually it's on the tarmac this year. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's what they call it. It's just it always confuses. So I just screwed up and didn't tell everybody what we're actually going to be talking about today. Oh. We're going to be talking about Jason. Chicken fighting. <laughs> Chicken fighting, exactly. We're going to be talking about uh, foundation framework. So um, I got a bunch of you folks, I hit, hit you up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and said, hey, who, um, you know, who has uh, done foundation work using WordPress? And, you know, they're, they're very separate from one another, but they can definitely be integrated. So um, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, where did you guys get started in using framework? And let's, 
I was going to say, let's talk first about what foundation is. Oh, yeah. sure. Let's do that. <laughs> Good idea. Go what for is, it, Steve. What is foundation? I'm going to ask the group. I know what foundation Ooh. is. I'm not going to. I'm not going to hog the time here. What is foundation? Who wants to address that? All right. Uh, so I'll go. Oh, okay. Oh, I beat you. So <laughs> foundation is a CSS framework, and I think it's important just to put that out there because I've seen a lot of people get confused when they think of frameworks. They're thinking of things like Genesis. And they're thinking theme oh, yeah. framework, and it's not that. It's the CSS framework um, that gives you just a lot of like great things out of the box, like grids and buttons and forms and whatnot. Good distinction. Good distinction. It well, also, but, it's, but it's more than that. Oh. Yeah, okay. because it's more than that. It's 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 a responsive framework, right? So it's not yes. just about CSS because there's great Java, uh, there's great jQuery libraries that come with it. Uh, it's great mobile libraries that come with it, like the difference between using jQuery or Zepto, depending on if you're building apps or not. Right? So there's a ton of really cool add-ons and plugins and things beyond just the CSS. The only thing about it that's kind of lacking is the semantics are still a bit old school. What do you mean by that? There's a, there's a whole lot of extra HTML that you don't really need. Like I love Foundation, and, I, and I'll take Foundation over Bootstrap any day, and we purposely made the move to Foundation because it's a lot more lightweight, and it mm -hmm. does all the things we need to do, and, and from a design point of view, it's really easy to integrate. And if we're talking WordPress, it's, it's really easy to integrate into any WordPress framework. But uh, semantically, I mean, it's a great jumping point if you're just starting out, but I think there are better, cleaner ways of building responsive frameworks. Sure. So let's talk about let's talk, make sure we talk, touch on customization toward the end of this uh, this show as well. But one of the things I want to uh, mirror what Brendan was just saying is yes, it is a uh, a mobile first uh, type of framework. And one of the uh, books that I uh, recommend always is uh, Mobile First Design from A Book Apart. If you're not familiar with this concept, it's a good book to read. I'm talking to the audience. It's a good book to read uh, to get you familiar with this concept because to me, Foundation is very much a mobile first type of way of building. Uh, your websites. Well, that's the standard of the web today, right? You should always think mobile first. It it should be. Should I think be, yeah. I think it's going that way, but I don't think I don't I think there's still a lot of developers that are are stuck in the in the old school mentality. So we're not doing web TV anymore. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just want to make sure. We're kind of outdated, is what you're getting at. Ooh. The other thing about foundation well, is too, though, that um. It's not, I think people get confused, it's not a theme. You need to use it with a theme. Yes. And and um, so I recommend underscores, as does Steve, I know, recommends using underscores with foundation. Absolutely. And underscores very, very quick to tell the foundation. I gave a talk about this at uh, WordCamp LA last year, WordCamp uh, OC. Um, it's on WordPress.tv, the yeah. Orange County one. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah, I've built a couple foundation sites or framework or themes on top of uh, underscores, it's very easy to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, underscores is probably the, the best uh, basic theme framework to integrate with yeah. any kind of third party. But we actually uh, we started using Reverie uh, a while back. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but we just fell, we stumbled onto Reverie because at the time it was one of the more stable uh, Foundation uh, 4 frameworks when we were still in Foundation 4. And it was super, super, super easy to customize. So and it was free. So we started using that, and uh, we really like it. And and especially now, Reverie five with Bower updates, with SAS updates, you can you can keep it. Uh, it it's it's all repoed, and it's really well uh, contributed with, and you can do a lot of really cool stuff. So we've kind of gotten stuck using Reverie for a lot of our clients because it gives us the basic framework. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the beauty of Foundation is that you can literally anyone who's built a WordPress theme, you can throw together a theme in seconds with Foundation if you really want to, even without underscore. 
like the basic pages, dump in the CSS, load the libraries. It's really easy to do. T totally agree. And one of my developers used Reverie for a while because it was one of the first themes that, that yeah. included foundation. Um, but I agree with you. Once you, once you get familiar with the basics of the framework, and there is a, there's a small learning curve there for for uh, for developers. Once you get used to it, it's very quick uh, to start building sites. Yeah, yeah. So I actually just started using it last week for the first time. I've used um, Bootstrap before, and typically I'm just using like really simple grids. Like a lot of times they're custom, but I wanted some more um, of the features that Foundation had. So I actually had a little difficulty figuring out like how you use this in a workflow process. But I talked to AJ Zane. He runs the North County um, Front End Dev Meetup, and um, what I ended up doing was I installed it with Bower, and then I just pull in the settings sheet into my ice bones, but into my bones project, and I use CodeKit for compiling and all that. And I just literally uncomment the features that I want to use, because um, right now I'm just using the grid in one of the menus. Like, I don't want all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a few different ways to get it, and that was kind of confusing for me at first, because you can't just custom download what you want. You're only getting the CSS. You don't have any of the SAS oh, files if you try so to right. do that. Well, way. you can actually download yeah. download a custom package if you want. So let's let's save that for a second. Let's talk about if you just download Foundation uh, by itself out of the out of the box. What you're talking about is a 960 grid system, um, 12 12 columns, and you just sort of build off of that. What I really like about the columns is they're easily named as well. Like it's like large four. Yeah. Or, you know, like small three. Right. I think the naming structure of this uh, framework is uh, very easy to work with versus Bootstrap, where it's yeah. like span class six or span class. You know, like you have to divide the map, and this yeah. is like, easy to do. And what I've always said about that, it's a great comment. What I've always said about that, it's very, it's written very plain English. It's very yeah. easy to approach. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to understand, and everything is built off of small, medium, large, and then it goes, it goes larger. It goes, there's an extra large. There's size an extra large. Yeah. Um, but small, medium, large is basically, you know, in my world, iPhone, iPad, right. desktop. That's it. Right. So you have well, to your head around everything, all semantics, all foundation. Well, yep. we've, we've got foundation now running on 27 different screen sizes, right? Like with some very simple scripts. Because of the, the small, medium, large, you can very easily break it down into all those different screen sizes mm -hmm. per category. And just recently, they, they have some new stuff too, like with the LI system, they now have block grids with, with lists. So if you don't even want to use columns, you can actually create stuff out of lists and it evenly breaks it up into if you want seven, five, six, eight, ten, doesn't matter what the number is, and it will span the LI across the page evenly, which is also really beautiful. So, so one thing that's really good is um, I just wanted to mention really quick, there is a plugin called Easy Foundation Shortcodes. Mm -hmm. So if you have the foundation, um, I pasted the link in there, but if you are using the foundation, it has a button that has different uh, short codes to make like a button, an alert box. Um, it also does an accordion or a tab-based thing, and it puts the short codes in, and they're very easy to customize. So that's right. a really good way to leverage the foundation uh, framework, I think, since we were, for beginners. Since we were still talking about kind of what foundation is, I do want to mention this, and I mentioned this at WordCamp Orange County. Foundation is an open source project. It's run very similar to how WordPress is built, yep. um, and they're not perfect. So they do make mistakes, and new versions of foundation come out all the time, and, and um, they do make improvements. So it's something you kind of want to stay on top of and pay attention to mm -hmm. uh, release notes as, as new versions are coming out. Well, one of the great things is, uh, I don't know how many of you are, are, are doing everything in SAS, but we do everything in SAS, and we use Bower for updates. 
Uh, so we're able to always have multiple releases and, and constantly be up, updating the code base so we can see what new stuff is happening and we can play with that. Obviously, it's a little more heavy on the tech end if you haven't done that kind of stuff. But like the WordPress community, one of the things that we fell in love with right away with Zurb, which is why we use it, is because they're super vocal. There's great forms, good documentation. Uh, there's lots of stuff online, lots of groups and things too. Uh, and they get they get really involved with the community. And there's a lot of stuff out there now for WordPress, obviously. I mean, it's a big CMS. So there's tons of great uh, WordPress foundation communities with tons of great information. Oh, ask, yeah, I just want to, I want to mirror that as well. I've, I've absolutely experienced that in the foundation world. It's, it very much is like the, uh, the WordPress community. Can I, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Uh, so people who've been using it a little longer, um, when the foundation has a major version upgrade from like four to five, have you found that that's easy to transition? I know I've had trouble with like Bootstrap going from two to three in the past and stuff like that. It was easier than Bootstrap. Yeah. It was still a bit of a pain in the back. Yeah. I mean, there could be some challenges in there. Totally. Well, well, especially with Bootstrap, like they took things where like they went from like don't show phone, don't show this, and then they made it to small, medium, large. That was right. the biggest transition. Right. I think I think Foundation is really stuck to this is what we're going to call it and we're not going to change it because we don't want it to break upon multiple release. Mm -hmm. So I started with Foundation 3, and Foundation 3 actually used like English words for yeah. the word sizes. Yeah. So that was a pain, and I feel like they might have learned their lesson there. Yeah, because it was literally yeah. like T H R E E. I know so it's horrible because you had to write four F O U R columns. <laughs> it was kind of weird. I like that. That's how I learned how a grid system worked. No, well, no, no, it was cool. it was like golf. It was F O R E four. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> Good point because Foundation three was super powerful, but the upgrade from three to four was a was a real pain in, in the butt. But uh, four to five was super easy, right? Because now everything's based on everything's all based on on uh, Java, right? It's all Compass. Like if you're using the Compass version, uh, everything's Compass and SAS. There's a tremendous amount of power. Like we kind of try to stay in that area now. We also learned our lesson too by just trying to. Do simple CSS with it, and we realize, you know, with SAS and everything else, and all the libraries they have, it's very streamlined, and it's easy even for our designers to pick that stuff up quickly and learn how it works. Well, like you were saying earlier, with all the JavaScript libraries, like with the, they have the the drop down, and instead of yeah. doing instead of just doing like the jQuery tooltip. You can include images, like pull H1 tags, where a yeah. lot of boot, a lot of Bootstrap stuff you actually can't. Like it will actually show the pre-code. It actually won't yeah. wrap it in H1 tag. Right. It's also a lot easier to compile than Bootstrap too, right? A and, lot easier. And, and it's a lot more lightweight. I mean, it all depends on how. The biggest uh, learning curve we found, like when I've been at WordCamps and I've done uh, tutorials and tried to teach people how to build stuff on it, is just getting them set up. Once you get past the hurdle of understanding that you need, you know, you need gems and you need this and you've got to be in your, you know, in your window and you need all that kind of stuff and you have to understand Git and blah 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 blah. Once you get past some of that basic installing of, of all that kind of stuff, it's super streamlined. So, so let's talk about customizing Foundation for a minute. Um, um, I, I alluded to it at the beginning of the show. Um, I, I, I just really started using this feature, but if you go to the download page on Foundation, you don't have to download every part of it. And it's actually, I mean, it's a fairly big library if you're talking about building a, a scalable website. So you can, you can pick and choose the pieces that you want. Um, yeah, and I think that's really important. Using, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that's really important then for, you know, users and people new to Foundation, too, to just try out new things and slowly build up as you go. So 
so what, what I do when I'm developing is I just download the basic. I, I download it all. And then I list out the modules that I've, I've used. And then I download a custom version of it when I'm done and ready to deploy for only the things that I know, only the pieces that I know I'm going to be using inside of that. Right. So are you using their form of Because yep. when I had done that, it only gave me CSS files. Um, well, are you going through terminal, or are you actually downloading it? No, well, I, that's what I'm asking Steve. Yeah, I'm actually going through their form and downloading it, so I can I can not just I can I can choose the CSS parts, and I can also choose the JavaScript components that I want to download. Okay, so you're not getting any SAS files then? No, I'm not. But it's and funny. I'm I'm, 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 I'm keeping it a little basic for our audience, but go on. <laughs> well, because if you do the compass the compass way, it's again once you get over that quick initial hurdle. Mm -hmm. You have way more flexibility in terms of how you want to choose which pieces you want, because cool. when when you start a new foundation project each time, you know in terminal it's super easy because I think Chris already mentioned it with your settings file, right? So you just it loads or unloads, you comment and uncomment. It's super easy stuff to determine, and it also allows you to play around with every piece. Yeah. Because you can load the full library, know what you need, and then comment it out and just and just launch the libraries you want and just compile the libraries. And you want. so. I was having because I wouldn't really mind getting the, just the CSS because I don't want to do a whole lot to it, but I wanted the extra large and extra extra large breakpoints. And when I tried to download the CSS, I wasn't getting those. So in order to get that, you really need the whole everything. Like you set up Bower, get it on your system, and then yeah. in Bower components, you can grab the settings file, throw that so, into the project, and then uncomment the extra large features and get like the wider grid. Exactly. But the other cool thing too is for those of you who work in SAS a lot, right? You can build your own architecture file. So if you create your own architecture.scss, yep. you can then then in there you can determine all those little things, and it's a great reusable file for multiple projects. So we're, we may be getting a little too developery on this on this call, so I'm going to bring it back to earth just a, just a tad. <laughs> but Brendan, uh, everything you're saying is there any documentation on the foundation site for for what you're talking about? Because that would be good for the show notes. Uh, yeah, there actually is. Uh, just go to docs.zerb, right? So it's sorry, it's docs.foundation. Okay com or whatever, and you'll find all that. But I did a presentation on it too, which I'll share the link with. Awesome. Great. The other thing I wanted to mention on the customization site is the max width. So by default, it's a thousand pixels. It's sixty-two uh, and a half m. Um, but I had a site where I built the whole thing at a thousand or at the nine sixty, and they wanted to go to twelve hundred. Yeah. I just simply went in and put in seventy-five m, which is twelve hundred. Downloaded the new foundation library and it was done. It's just adjusted for you. So it spreads out all the columns. I gave it bigger gutters between my columns. It was it was really that easy. That's see, very that was very technical, Steve. With gutters. <laughs> <Sorry. everything. laughs> well, I, I don't. I brought it down to earth and then I blew it right back up. I know. <laughs> just because you shot back up into space, I'll just quickly mention that. That's the beauty of SAS, though, right? Because yeah. You, yeah, you can then create your percentages or rems or whatever you want and have variables that you can just call to do that kind of cool stuff. Right. Cool. Um, what I really like about it that pertains to this is Foundation Press, which is the Foundation WordPress theme. Um, and I think we yeah. should talk about that. Great. Let's talk about it. Um, it's a great starter kind of theme if you're like really trying to get into Foundation. And it already has like preset stuff in it that handles WordPress really well. Like especially if you're a video blogger, it resizes videos easy without having to add extra classes to it. Foundation WP is another good one. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll link to that. I think it was actually in the chat already. But um, that's another good one. Has a lot of the similar features as Foundation <laughs> Press, I think, but definitely speeds up 
like development really fast. So there's yeah. actually a whole list somewhere you can find. I can't remember where I found it. I'm gonna try to dig up the link. I but there's it. a list yeah that has every single WordPress foundation theme. Uh, actually, I was like, a lot of these are still using Foundation 4 instead of Foundation 5. Um, how, how big of a jump is that, and is it something that you could just go and drop Foundation 5 into one of those themes that's using Foundation 4? No, you can't. You can't. No. You can't. no. Mm. Not a chance. But what's nice, <laughs> but, they, but they, they learned their lesson right, with Foundation 5. I think we'll see moving forward, every version of Foundation will be really easy to upgrade. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Is it, so is it good to jump into four to five or find a thing that's using five to be able to start learning from it? You get to start start on five. Yeah. Start on five. Yep. Can we, can we get bumper stickers to say that? Start on five. <laughs> <laughs> then have the Yeti next to that five. There we They'll go. Just get version six. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, do you think if if uh. If I developed a theme on top of Foundation and I sold it as a Foundation-based theme, would it be important that I included everything, all the little widgets in that theme? Or if I took out some of the navigation elements or tweaked them a little bit, like would I get in trouble and not get listed on that list of Foundation themes? Like, I don't, do you guys I don't think have any insight into that? I personally don't think you'd get in trouble. I think you'd want to do that for best the best optimization. Right. I think it really depends on what short codes you're including, what kind of functionality you're including in your theme. You know, the, your well, optimization should match, or excuse me, your customization should match whatever optimizations you put in there. Well, well yeah. That's, anyways, that's kind of the good part about WordPress. Yeah, exactly. The good part about WordPress is there's not like a standard, so you can do whatever you want. Well, also, I like to put in the whole SAS file and then compile. So, right, so the good part is there's no standards. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I like them. So, poor Josh, how about it? Yeah, go ahead, oh. I think it's good in how I like to package themes is to compile the CSS with everything in it, but leave the SAS there so that way people can easily recompile. Right. Exactly. Because I feel like people yeah, can't yeah. recompile the SAS that. probably are going to expect everything to be in the CSS. So that's right. one of the that's nice fine. things, and that's one of the nice things about Reverie. They were smart in that they wanted to create a theme that was for everybody, so they created the basic Reverie, like even the current Reverie 5 one, is comes with all the CSS, but SAS is there if you wanted to do it. You can run the compile and start SAS, but you can do it either way, which is a very nice thing. So you have the option because, you know, to to your some of the earlier points with a noob, I would probably sit down and not do SAS first and say, well, look, this is how easy it is to create a very simple theme, like you know, theme hierarchy, five basic pages, load your CSS file. Now you have a basic WordPress theme running with foundation, right? It's a very simple thing. But once they figure that out, next steps, you know. Now you should take advantage of SAS because that's the future anyways. You're going to have to learn it at some point. Brendan, when you mentioned the semantics problem, you're talking about copying their HTML templates, right? That's where you're seeing those issues. Well, it's just I find sometimes foundation can be a bit heavy on the semantics. There's a lot of classes and IDs that you have to start throwing into, into all your tags, right? So it's like you can't just have class... With, you can't have one class. Like typically, anything I do ends up having like five or six classes in there, right? And and then all the WordPress classes on top of that, right? So some of the ways we've again, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go to space, Steve. But some of the ways <laughs> I guess, some of the ways we we got around that was functions.php, right? So creating some really solid functions that would allow us to wrap a lot of the semantics and be able to call simple simple PHP shortcodes or variables or whatever so that we didn't have to to do so much. It depends how far in depth you're going 
and what plugins you're using. Like I just recently built a site with WooCommerce, and we wanted all the Woo stuff to also be able to take advantage of Foundation. So there were some tricky things that we had to do to get that all to work. That that, it, that that's a, that's an extra that's an extra level of tricky. I've done that as well. Yeah, it's, fun, it's funny that much. you guys keep mentioning space because if you actually go look at the kitchen sink on the <laughs> yeah, space. I actually I like this term. I like this term, and we're gonna have to integrate this into the water cooler from now on. You know, whether we're down to Earth or space, depending on which episode we're we're you know we're talking about. What about atmosphere? Can there be a midway? Or... <laughs> well, I think it's like a, I think it's like a show note. Like if you get a little off topic. It's out in space. You I know? like it. We tend to have to actually, It's actually not a topic. Some, some shows tend to get a little bit more developery than others, and I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes. Is that of a technical audience. term? Developery? Developery? No, it's actually a made up word. Developery. Is that kind of like buttery? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it, Russell. When you add a Y to something, it can't be developer anymore. Oh. <laughs> it's that little Y that changes it, it makes it cute. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's like a designer thing, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that's too designery. <laughs> Case in points. <laughs> I think we might be in deep space now. Yeah. We might be in a black hole. All right, what else? I like that it has a very simple flat design. They didn't yes. try to they didn't try to go too heavy with like drop shadows or like opacities. It's That's very That's why I switched it, it, from bootstrap. Yeah. You know, I it's very flat, it's very simple and it just it works for most people with what they're trying to do. It's super simple and I think to add to that too, the nice thing is that they've got a lot of really cool extra libraries and things that aren't in the in the package. Yeah, they've got like font icons, but they've also got other really cool things like if you want to, they have this new thing now for, for different image sizing, for image loading at different screen sizes. You can have multiple images, but it only loads certain images at certain times. You know, they've got some really cool plugins that you can use. And the, for us, like what I think is really great is how easy you can prototype in, in Foundation. Like yeah. for fast prototyping, you can quickly throw together stuff for your client to look at and get a basic idea of what you're doing and how it works before you get to the design phase. One of the uh, modules that I love in Foundation that I use on every site now is the off-canvas menu. Off-canvas yeah. off yeah. is, is basically, it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a mobile version of your menu that does a slide from the, uh, from right. the left. It's really yeah, cool. That's actually one of the reasons that I chose to use it for this particular project that I just started. But um, my issue that I'm having with it right now, and I'm actually going to work on it today. Are you going to go to space, Chris? Not, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> is that, like, so we've got a really, really long menu. So that's why I wanted to use this, because it's one of the best ways to get it on mobile. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the way that it appears Foundation is using it is that they're loading their menus twice. And I have a semantics issue with that. Mm -hmm. So... Has anybody come up with like a solid method for avoiding that? Well, I've played around a lot with the off-canvas menu. In fact, it's kind of experimental right now. It's not technically in its – it's not a technical full release yet. And there's some good forms on it in that foundation, but it's very buggy. And it actually yeah. doesn't work the way typically most off-canvases should work because people are trying to use it more for like mobile-style menus, but that's not really the stage that it's at. So. I'll be honest with you, my suggestion would be that there are other really good off-canvas libraries that you can really easily integrate if, if that's what you need, and that's what we've done. I don't actually use a few things in Foundation I don't use. I don't like the top bar. I don't like the off-canvas or the toggles. I find the navigations are very buggy right now. The top bar is probably the most complicated thing inside yeah. Foundation. It's really tough to understand and, and, and build and integrate into WordPress. And I think One that's the important that they improve on that, too, because yeah. I think it's important... Like one, of, 
one of the other modules I wanted to give a shout out to is the Flex Video. So their video module, yeah, it's um, awesome. the responsive video is, is awesome. Totally awesome. Yeah. Really easy to integrate and, and, and very powerful. Just be careful with your video sizes because if you don't choose the right size from YouTube, you get some weird shapes. Yes, you can. Right. <laughs> yes, you can. I'm definitely, I'm definitely a fan of the icon bar. It, it's very simple to integrate into it. You know, like even with Boots or with WordPress, you just add that class inside of the navigation menus in the dashboard, and they just populate. I'm a big fan of it. I, that's great. I love the font icons too. The font icon library is freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the last thing I wanted to mention is, is foundation. They seem to be pretty good at, at recognizing where their strengths and weaknesses are. And for instance, I don't know if this is exactly the case, but Orbit slider they cut. So they had a slider in in there, and they cut it, and they actually refer you to a, a different slider that they're recommending. Now Orbit was really hard to work with. It yes, was, it was. Yeah, and we never used it. We always ended up using other stuff because it was just a real pain. <clears throat> So it's not perfect, but no. we'll get there at some point, maybe. I don't know. And that about wraps it up for today. Nice. Maybe we'll have an outer space version of this, and we'll <laughs> can, stick, stick can we have chicken fights? Do I need to get a trifecta? Trifecta. What I want to ask our viewers yeah. to do is if you're watching this, make sure you go and click on the like button down below. You can also click subscribe. If you are listening to us and not watching us, you can uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or any of the places out there. If you are into SoundCloud, we do lots of SoundCloud stuff. We actually use SoundCloud as our um, MP3 hosting solution, so make sure you go check us out over there as well. Thank you very much for being on the show, all of you folks. You have a good rest of your day.